Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to the sports preview show for the weekend. It is episode 100. We have finally reached the milestone. We've been talking about it long enough on the show and it has finally arrived. We did record this episode as part of our Leitrim Daily live event on Tuesday in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton. And it was, of course, a charity event for Northwest Stop. We had a great night and you would have listened to the first half of the show as part of episode 97 on Wednesday on the channel. Today we are 100 and it is the second half of the show and we will be featuring Sean Boylan and Cormac Osudoan from Glencar Manor and Sean O'Heslin's Balnamore respectively as they preview the Connacht Gold Leitrim Senior Football Final on Sunday. Before we started to talk about the football in the second half of the show on Tuesday night, Orla McNabola sat down with Deirdre O'Hagan of Northwest Stop to talk about the positive impact that they're having on the mental health and the suicide rates in the northwest of Ireland, covering counties Leitrim, Sligo, Roscommon, Mayo, Cavan, and Donegal. So let me hand it over to Deirdre and Orla. Okay, folks, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the short interval. Hope you got a chance to get a cup of tea or coffee. We will move on with the second half of the show. I'm joined now by Deirdre O'Hagan from Northwest Stop. And Deirdre, welcome along. Thanks very much, Orla. I am actually the secretary of Northwest Stop, just to, to enlighten you as to what I am. For anyone here who wouldn't know, tell us a little bit about Northwest Stop. Okay, so um, we were founded in 2004. And it was basically families that had been bereaved by suicide. They found that the support wasn't there in the community to help out. So they had to depend on, as it was, the health board at the time for support. So they decided to set up a group themselves. So at that stage, there was no other group like that in the community. So families got together, and that's where we were formed. So that was back in 2004, and we're still going strong. We still don't have any government funding, but... We're not going to be negative and think that way. We provide free counselling for people in the region of eight sessions, but we will provide more if it's required. Um, The sessions, we'll say for eight sessions, so so your typical eight sessions will cost um, €320 for us. So if you think about, not saying, but we'll say the amount of people that's here today, and it takes... You know, quite a few 10 euros to make up your 320, and that's really only looking after one person, and that's assuming that eight sessions is sufficient for them. So we do cover all kinds of therapy. It's not, you see, sometimes people think that you must be suicidal to contact us, and that's not what it's about. We would like to promote good mental health as opposed to thinking of the suicidal end of things. Yes, of course, we deal with that, but we also deal with a whole range of other anxiety and stress and, you know, depression, eating disorders and all the rest. And we can cater for um, clients down as far as um, very young children. And we have very young children actually attending at the moment. We have two play therapists at the moment with us. So we actually provide service to them. and, And, you know, they're as young as eight years of age coming to us. And I don't think people realise the value of the service that is being provided, but that's just to give a little bit. Um, our counsellors go to the preferred area for the client. So if you're 
in Sligo and you want to see a councillor, then you see the client in, or you see the councillor in Sligo. You don't travel to Manor Hamilton, you go to wherever. And again, it's, it's a case of where is the client happy? Because you will find clients that don't like to go out in the public area. They don't like to go to wherever the, the councillor may have rooms. So the councillor will actually travel and meet the client at their preferred location and that's a big thing and it's a it's a great service that is being provided um, all our committee members are voluntary um, and me being one of them but anyway um, and the councillors work at a reduced rate so they would get 40 euros an hour that's the reduced rate that the councillors receive so that would be one of our biggest expenses that we have at the moment um, insurance obviously like every organisation, insurance is a killer on us at times. Um, and rent would be another thing that we would, because we have offices rented and we have a counselling room rented in the B Park Resource Centre. So they would be another thing that would cause um, financial strain on us. Um, we cover Sligo, Leitrim, Donegal, West Cavan, Longford, Roscommon and Mayo. It's kind of like the song, isn't it? Massive. <laughs> the four counties meet or whatever it was. Um, so that is, is part and partial. Um, we have a TUS worker in the office, or we, we generally have a TUS worker in the office working as well, and then we have another girl that helps out in the office as well. I happen to know her quite well. Um, so I'm going to kind of finish on that. I do want to wish both four teams the best of luck. I will not state any preferences for Lencar Manor, but um, we will we'll say all, all the best to all four. I also want to thank yourself and Brefany for setting this up in the first instance and inviting us along. Um, it is National Mental Health Week this week, and um, we have Odd Socks Day tomorrow. So I'm seeing a lot of male male audience here so i would encourage it'll be no problem to find odd socks men <laughs> so um if if you're around um there's lots of of areas that are are actually hosting this odd socks event so it's just donate two euro and we're odd socks now that won't be a big challenge for any is out there um our agm i'm getting a plug in here now is, is on thursday and it's at 7 30 and it's in the community center the b park resource center here in manor hamilton and finally congratulations to brefney on your 100th podcast <laughs> Thank you very much, Deirdre. We thank you for everything that you do. Now, Brefni, welcome back. Thank you very much, Deirdre and Orla. We're moving on for the, the main event of the evening, and it is, of course, the Senior Football Championship, which takes place on Sunday. I better say the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship, or I won't be let into the ground uh, by Leitrim GA on Sunday evening. And we're going to do similar to what we did with the intermediate final. We're going to take a little look inside what the teams have been doing over the last couple of weeks specifically, but over the season or two. So we're going to start off with the home team, Glencar Manor, at least tonight the home team. Dervla Rooney, our local youth Olympic medalist, visited Glencar Manor's training camp in Bogon on Sunday morning, and here's what she found out. Hello and welcome to Bogon, where everyone in Glencar Manor is very excited about the final next weekend. It's our ninth final in 12 years, but we haven't won one since 2011. So let's go and check in with the team. It's a very big weekend, uh, but in fairness, we've been there a good few times, so it's it's nothing new to us. It's just a, this this time it's just a matter of getting over the line, getting across the line. 
finishing the job. I suppose we're where we wanted to be at the start of the year. Um, we've put a lot of work in and uh, we're looking forward to a, a good test against Balnamore. I think a lot of the players have been in at least one, if not two county finals. You know, some of the guys have had have played in the four in a row team, we're lucky enough to play in that. So I think there's a nice balance there. I think there's, it's it's good for them all to have played in a county final or two before. Um, but I know it's a, underneath the Carabon, it's a, it's a motivating factor for them to actually push on and win this one. I suppose the result against Melvin Gales was was far from ideal. I mean, it was more the performance. The result, you know, we also almost got that game back, but we probably wouldn't have deserved it if truth be told. Um, it's how you take them and how you build on them, really. Like it, it could have been very easy for us to go into our own shell and to start picking out all the negatives and so on. But I suppose what what was good in it is that we reacted really well through the week after that at training, got on focused, and we were already in a quarter final. Got all the bodies back in in a good shape, and 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 we played relatively well in the quarter final. But ultimately, it was a step and so on to the the semi. Then we're lucky. We have a great group. We have five or six lads there that have four championship medals in their back pocket, and we have five or six there that have never won a championship. So they've gelled very, very well together, and the older lads are, are, are given all the experience. But in fairness, the younger lads now are coming of age. They're, this year, especially this year, you notice that they're really stepping up to the mark. Whereas last year, maybe they were kind of living in the shadow of the older players. But this year, no, they're, they're taking, taking responsibility, which is great to see for the future of the club. Balnamore, they, they won the intermediate back a few years ago, and uh, ever since they came up to senior, they've been super, super team. Um, performed really well. They've been really good this year in the league. Uh, in the championship they've been outstanding, the, the farm team. You know, I keep reinforcing with them a lot of the work we need to do is done. It's just about a matter of bringing what we need for this particular game to the fore. And I suppose that's what we've been doing for the last two weeks, is bringing what we've done over the last 18 months, but bringing in what exactly we need specifically for this game. It's, it's clear for everyone, I suppose, the strengths that Ballinamore have. Um, they've been on knocking on the door for, for a couple of years. We kind of knew this team. It's a relatively young team, very, very strong team. But we knew they've been, they were on the way, like, you know, um, and deservedly so. Like, by far the better, best team in Leitrim this year. I mean, results are proven. They're not just beating teams. They're comfortably beating teams. Um, they have, have experience before finals. We played them in the final last year, albeit only a league final, but and they've had intermediate finals and so on. So... They won't be phased by what's coming on Sunday, so it's just about us, I suppose, not treating it with, I suppose, not treating it as a final if we can at all, if possible. There's going to be lots of other sideshows there, like there's going to be obviously parades and bigger crowds and hype and talk and, for example, the the press day that we have today. But it's it's important that we just go back to basics, really. It's important that we do what we know we can do and just get the work rate in. And if it's good enough, great. If it's not, so be it. It's it's. As long as we can come off the field on Sunday, knowing that we've given absolutely everything and people have played to the levels we know they can get, then we're happy enough. You know, we're we're aware that Balnamore are in the same mind frame. There's there's some serious footballers there, and if they play to their best, they're going to be seriously hard to stop. You know, on in our side, we've a, a good mix between um, experience and youth, and I think uh, that's really good in a team. We've had boys there with with four uh, championship medals. And then uh, a few like myself that haven't won a medal yet. And um, I think either group is just as hungry, to be honest. This is all about the players, to be honest. Which is not about We have, as much as possible, stood back. You know, it's, it's the players that are doing it. It's the players that, please God, they get over the line on Sunday. And it'll be their achievement. The management is just there, as I see it, to facilitate it. Shane is, is training the team for the last year and a half or whatever. And I'm helping out whatever I can help out. But it's the players that are on the field that are driving it. Because once you cross that white line on the field, that's where it happens, not not on the management side. Naturally, the area is cautious because of the results of the last couple of county finals. But uh, you know, everybody that's anybody in this area will be there hopefully to support us on the day. And you know, we're going to need everybody. 
the 16th man is the colour, so we're going to need everybody to push this thing on. I'm quite young, at 23 to be captain, but I'm um, surrounded by players who have great experience here, leading me the right way and have led me the right way over the past few years. Look, on Sunday, it's just going to be our panel against their panel. I think that's all it's going to come down to, who wants it more. And um, hopefully on Sunday evening, we'll have the FINA Cup. In just a couple of moments, we'll be joined by former county champion himself and the goalkeeper with Glencar Manor for many, many years, Sean Boyle. And we'll be chatting to him in just a few moments. And we'll also be joined by Balnamore's Cormac Osuluan when we have a look into the camp in Balnamore. So let's go over to Balnamore and have a look and see what's happening over there. Well, it's great for Balnamore. You know, 30 years, almost 30 years uh, since they won a title, 21 years since they've been in the final. Uh, so... Listen, that's wonderful for us to be back there. It doesn't weigh on us at all to be, um, you know, in our first final for such a long time. Definitely we're looking forward to the county final. Um, it's something that we wouldn't have experienced before, but we've played in a few intermediate finals. But it's something different. It's something definitely the group's looking forward to, I suppose. Dom coming from the outside has uh, given everyone a clean slate to start off the, at the start of the year and it's brilliant because guys who probably haven't performed for us over the last few years have put in a massive year. And I think as a unit we've really gelled this year and we've just been building from the start of the year until the end and everyone's been given their chance and boys who are training and performing and are playing, uh, which is great. But it's, it's good just to have everyone and everyone's performing well and hopefully push it on again. Everybody is, is in good form. Uh, we've had a fairly extended championship starting way back in middle of July and we've worked our way through now and deservedly have taken our place into the final and uh, like every team that gets to a county final you want to go out and perform and do yourself justice so that's our target at this stage. Uh, it, it's absolutely massive. I don't know how to describe how big it is really for the time because I suppose over the last couple of years seeing how well and success has been, it has been hard, you have to admit it. Uh, they've been, they deserve every bit of it in fairness, they've been massive. Uh, for the last five years but definitely uh, it means a lot to the town uh, the town is covered in green, green and gold and it's, it's amazing to see and everyone's in great form it's just, it means a lot I suppose every day you go out like you want to be better than the day before um, and that's something that we've always been looking at in training constantly improving and constantly looking to get better so obviously you want to be getting your 9 out of 10 10 out of 10 performance today of a final Very impressed as well with the way the championship is organised where no matter how badly you're doing, you're guaranteed five championship games. And uh, that's much better than just going out and playing one game. And if you're beat, you're gone. And that's your championship season over. Uh, so I think maybe a couple of counties could take a leaf out of Leitrim's book with the way they have it structured. Uh, and the best teams usually come through at the finish up, which is good. And, um, you know, Banlamore and Glencar are the two best teams in Leitrim this year. And one of them on Sunday is going to take home the prize. So... I'm hoping it's Banlamore. I suppose on forum we are going, has been quite a successful summer. I definitely think Manor are favourites for next weekend. Uh, the experience they have in their ranks, this is the first for our whole panel. Uh, you have to give it to them. Um, they've had like great performances, even through Melvin Gales, they look comfortable in the second half. They use that experience. Uh, the players they have, they're performing very well. They're, look, their six fours are very dangerous. So. Um, I definitely think, look, it's going to be a big challenge next weekend. We realised we, we had a decent enough side, I suppose, when we came from seven or eight points down against the Holden in a league game and managed to draw the game out of absolutely nothing. I think we learned a lot about ourselves that day in particular. I'm absolutely, look, I, I've had a great year this year uh, with the start with the county and then being able to go into Crow Park, which has always been 
uh, one of the kind of dreams when you're playing football. It, it's been a fantastic year. To get the honour to captain the club has brought it up again. It's been a brilliant summer. Uh, I'm just looking to, enjoy, to take as much as I can from next weekend. Go into the game, it's, it's just another game at the end of the day, but unfortunately there's going to be one winner and one loser and hopefully performance is good. There's a great tradition in this club and uh, we just take energy from the wonderful support that is around the community, that is around the parish at this time and uh, that's around the town and it's, it's really brilliant and um, uh, you know, we want to go out and perform, perform obviously for ourselves and the team uh, but it would be great for the great loyal bunch of supporters that we have and the great players who have done this jersey over the years as well. Uh, for them it will be a very special day on Sunday. Uh, county final day to see the club back where this club really belongs. If I could ask Sean and Cormac to join us, please. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, Thank you. It's been a while since both teams have lifted the, the FINA Cup. Sean, for you, it's been eight years. It probably feels longer with a couple of recent final defeats. But it's been 29 years since... It came to Ballinamore, and considering you're the, the top of the role of honour and have been for some time, you haven't moved off that 20 championship mark for a while. Cormac, what's the plan for this weekend? Is it to add that to 21? You'd hope so. I mean, I suppose I would have been bred on a diet of Ballinamore winning senior titles that I got to remember at 82, 86, 88, 90. We were in about eight or nine finals in space of 12 years from 82 to 91, so... That was where I would have come from. And uh, then the last one was, you say, in 1990 and nothing since. You know, if somebody had told us that back in 1990, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be winning anymore. You'd, you'd laugh at them, you know. So it's, it's been a big change. But uh, Manor Hamilton are on the, on the other side of it. I mean, since we were in the final in 98, Manor Hamilton have been the top team in Leitrim uh, since then. They've been in... Nine finals, they've won five, lost four. Uh, you know, the Willies have won three, Mole have won three, uh, Carrick have won three. So, you know, Manor are the team to beat. They're um exceptional club, and in the, what they've done in the last 20 years, we'd only envy what they've done, to be honest. Sean, you've been part of that 20 years of the club. Um, what's your take on, on how the teams are faring up for Sunday? Um, it's going to be a huge challenge for, for our club. Um, We've lost a good few finals since the last time we won one in, in 2011. Um, Balnamore, I suppose, when, when I started off playing senior football, Balnamore and Ahuillam were the two kingpins, as Aidan Rooney said earlier on, and uh, they have a huge tradition in Balnamore as, as a winning senior championships. I think it's 20 of one or uh, somewhere around that. Look, it's a huge challenge for us. Our lads are going well this year. Um, there's a great mix of, of youth and experience, and... Uh, the younger lads are, are uh, that year or two further down the line and I'm expecting a, a close game on Sunday and uh, hopefully we'll come out on top. It's quite strange though because I think a lot of people would have predicted that these two teams would be there, thereabouts come the final from early on based on I suppose league form and tradition I suppose in Manor Hamilton's case. What has been so special about these two teams that they've come out of the mix this year? Yeah, I suppose they have been very consistent both in, in league and championship I suppose. Um, the last couple of years since Ballinamore came up, we would have lost a semi-final to Manor Hamilton three years ago in 2017, sorry, two years ago. Bet as well. We drew with them last year in the quarter-final. They bet as well in the replay. Uh, we'd have been in the league final last year. 
So, I mean, the both teams have been knocking on the door of the Willies and Mohul the last couple of years, and they've been there, thereabouts. So, it's strange they've never actually met in a county final over the years, uh, you know, two big town teams. Um, but, uh, look, it's not, I, I, I don't think it's unexpected. I mean, they're, they're both very hungry, as Sean said. You know, there's a lot of lads in Manor Hamilton that have lost three finals. And in Baltimore, there's a lot of hurt going back, going back 30-odd years, you know. There's a good few of our lads, the likes of Patrick Martin and James Clancy, and they're well into their 30s at this stage and have been phenomenal servants for our club. And uh, I suppose it's 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 up to the younger fellas now to start pushing on and, and uh, I suppose giving these, these older lads a break and just, you know, going out and doing it for them and themselves and the club and... Uh, we just were, I think our club is at a stage now where we need to start giving these older lads a break and start, start bringing on new, new players. We heard Conor Dolan speak about the fact that he's the captain, but yet in this hugely experienced squad, he hasn't a senior championship medal in his pocket. I know Cormac, it still hurts a little bit. Um, we, we talk about the 98 final. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, unlike Sean or Aidan or Joey, I would, I, I had, I don't have a senior medal, and that would have ha- that would haunt me. I'd, uh, actually, talking to a couple of the Ballinamore lads last weekend. And they would say the same thing. They would never have, you know, they'd nearly bring it to the grave, the fact that they hadn't won a senior county title. You know, you win lots of other things, underage, under 12, minor and all that, but... Have you put a call into Dom this week, see if there's a number 37 jersey? No, no, well, with the amount of lads that I see on the panel, I was wondering why I wasn't picked, to be honest. But um, once Joey isn't there, I'm happy enough because, uh, you know, Joey would only do harm if he was out in the field with that panel at the minute. (laughs) No, I believe there's a bit of beef. I'm going to come back and ask Sean about his senior championship uh, medal in, in a minute, but there's, I believe there's a bit of beef. Is there a bit of history between you and Joe Honeyman? Ah, no, no, uh, we get on well now. Like, but um, we were we were on the we were on the one team for long enough. But um, I don't know. Was it Eugene McGee? Uh, you know, said uh, you know for a good football team, you need you need 13 good footballers and two head the balls. And uh, Joey Joey would fit into the two category. And um, but look, you need a few of them fellas on every team, you know, that's well versed in the dark arts. And uh, I suppose that's what Joey was. That's what he brought to the table. It just the fact that he broke my nose and my finger at training is probably, you know, we've forgotten about that now, even though we were on the one team. Um, but uh, look, he's a great. And on a serious note, I mean, uh, like to have Aidan Rooney and, and Joey here, I mean, to, in, in, in the eyes of people of my generation, they're gods. Like, you know, Joey was man of the match in Connacht final in 94. Aidan, well, he missed that free in the last minute. But uh, look, at my neighbour, Barney Breen, gave him, won the free and he, he put it wide. But anyway, we'll say nothing about that. So, look, they're two legends as far as I'm concerned. You know, 25 years later, they're still gods in Leitrim. And uh, hopefully there'll be a new, a new generation coming along with the way Leitrim is going at the minute. I think it's only fair to give Joe the right of reply in terms of, is this true? Orla, can you check out for us? <laughs> I've so many incidents over my career now I just can't pinpoint that one (laughs) (laughs) I can help you with Joey if you want (laughs) there is one story at the interval Joey you asked for a chance to speak about Paul Kieran from 94 Um, I remember we we went on a a team trip to New York after we won the Connacht Championship and you know in every group of players there's always a bit of a rogue but Jerry Flanagan was the rogue in in our team you know and he was always playing tricks on different fellas but we had been in New York for about 10 days, drinking mostly now, to be honest about it. But uh, in the last few days, like in any holiday, everyone goes shopping the last day. So I remember myself and Jerry and Paul Kieran went shopping into a big Levi's store in New York. 
and wall to wall there was jeans, you know. Now, Paul would be a very easy-going type of fella, you know what I mean? So I remember he, he was up trying to buy a pair of jeans, and he got these pair of jeans, and he brought them down into the, in, into the area to get them changed. But Jerry Fanning had seen this going on anyway, and Paul had torn out his ordinary his jeans he had on him out on the rack. So Jerry went up then and took the jeans and walked out the door with them. <laughs> so, so me and Jerry were out in the street looking in. Paul was up at the checkout with no money and a pair of new jeans on him. <laughs> speaking to a girl at the counter who couldn't speak English. <laughs> so eventually we took him out of his misery. <laughs> Well, at least that one didn't end up in a uh, community service like other Malamore <laughs> men leaving, leaving uh, <laughs> New York. But we won't talk about that one just today. We leave Karen Mahan out of it today. Sean, we'll go back to the county final and we'll talk about your experience winning championships. How many championships did you win with Manhattan? Uh, just one in 1999. Just one in 1999. Tell us about that. It's enough. Cormac, I kill you for it. Um, tell us a bit about that, that championship run in 1999. How much mm. do you remember of it? I remember a fair bit about it. Um, at that time, it was knockout football as well. That was well. the last year of the knockout. Last right? last year of knockout football, with some right ding dong battles the whole year. I don't think we won any game by more than maybe two points or three points. Um, I know we beat Ahawil, I think above in in, in Drumshambo, and then we had Melvin Gales in the semi final, which was they were after coming off the back of winning in '98 and. Uh, it was huge motivation for us to see the, our uh, near neighbours and enemies w uh, lifting a, a county title, and it spurned us on. And we came out, I think, by two or three points in the in the semi final after after a brilliant contest. But uh, I had to build up to ninety nine was special. Like it was, I never remember some of them here, Teddy and a few of the lads uh, from seventy seven. Um, that was our, our last win in the championship. And uh, again, more than I suppose what Balnamore is. is experience and now um huge buzz around the town and uh you know well wishers and remember the county final day like it was a ding dong battle we led most of the game and uh referee that's on sunday stuck one past me in the last couple of minutes and lucky enough james kelly uh got that famous goal that that brought it back for us and uh yeah it was a phenomenal year and Going to school is what stood out for me the next day. I remember actually that or that Sunday night coming home and I was absolutely drained. I think I was in bed at twelve o'clock. It was it was an awful uh, drain on the on the system and just the pressure b building up to it probably and stuff like that. But uh, I remember going to the schools then on the Monday and to see the joy in kids' faces and uh, you know after the Fina Cup being absent for so long to finally bring it back to Manor it was a uh, was a huge, huge experience. You talk about the pressure and the build-up to these games and these players. Like you can see, there's no players in the room tonight, or at least I don't think there are any active players in the room tonight. We had to record them to have them as part of the show, and they're well protected nowadays from all of this sort of commotion in the build-up to the event. Would say Friday or Saturday evening, you were invited in to give a, a team talk to the to the various teams, to your own teams. What would you be saying to them? What advice would you give them? Look, it's. I was lucky enough to play in one county final. Um, a lot of the lads that's there now that have played in four and f five and six, some of them. And, um, look, go out on the field and I suppose give it your best shot. And um, 
it's a huge honour to, to play for your club in a, in a senior county final. It's it's the pinnacle of any club player's career, and go out and do yourself justice. And if it if it doesn't happen happen for you, well, it won't happen for everyone on Sunday. And you just have got to try your best, and and hopefully a lucky bounce of a ball here or there will take it home for you. Yeah, I mean, the, big, the biggest thing for me, uh, is, especially for young lads, the game goes like a shot. I mean, of all, you know, you think of any particular game, but particularly county finals or finals, you know, any big games, I found they go very, very quick. And if you're not snap, snap from the first throw, ball is thrown in, like, you know, your goose is cooked if you're not in the zone, you know. So that's the one thing about experience and manner would have in terms of fellas that have played in county senior county finals. You know, that's, you can't buy that type of stuff. Um, you know, I, I would have played terribly in that 98 final. I was taken off. But it was just, you, 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 you get the pace of it. I mean, the pace of a game like that is, is like nothing you'll experience, you know, before. So particularly for young fellas, the older you get, the more wiser you get to these things. But uh, look, the management, as you say, have them well-versed and well-protected in these things. And I think, you know, it won't be for the want of preparation uh, in terms of team preparation, but also in terms of the minds and getting the heads right, because it's very easy to get distracted from um, from things, you know, with flags and people calling and loads of banners along the road. And I can see that at home in Ballinamore. I drove into Manor Hamilton tonight, and you just you'd know they've been in county finals regularly over the last ten years. It's different down in Ballinamore; like they're going crazy, you know. So uh, it's just trying to keep heads on the ground is 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 difficult. But I think the management are well capable of doing that. Speaking of the management, the two managers, well, Manorhampton have co-managers in terms of Kieran and Shane, but Shane has inter-county experience. On the other side, Dom Corrigan, obviously, we all know, has inter-county experience, albeit not with Leitrim. How, how much of an impact does their experience bring into that situation? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Uh, I remember Joey there talking about PJ Carroll there in 89, 90, when Leitrim had him. I think the club scene in Leitrim and even surrounding counties in Sligo, Longford, Roscommon, you know, club football is like where county football was about 30 years ago in terms of the influence of outside managers. And, you know, a lot of them are doing that. I know Manor Hamilton are, are in-house, but they've had outside managers over the last couple of years bringing, bringing new things to the table. For bringing likes of Aidan in from Sligo. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is a Sligo man, really, technically, you know, but uh, we don't mind having him. But, like, it, it, it's it's... It's uh, the the managers now are because the the outside influence is a huge thing. You know what I mean in terms of uh, in terms of trying to keep fellas grounded and but also having that local knowledge. Uh, you know, having a selector or two from from the club is you know and getting the right people in that the local lads can buy into is absolutely crucial because it's such a huge commitment. It's it's colossal. You know, Sean, how does that work here in Manor Hamilton with the, the two guys, Shane Ward and and Kieran Fox? Kieran, obviously, a club legend, has played for so many years. Uh, so many awards personally and with the club and then Shane comes in from outside but living locally now he's been with Leitrim how did that work when there's two managers is it too many Chiefs not enough Indians or or does it work well Shane would have a, a very good knowledge he's a teacher in the local secondary school here and uh, came to live in the area a number of years ago um, has vast experience I suppose with county teams and teams in Donegal and that would have different styles, I suppose. Kieran Fox, as you rightly said, uh, club legend, uh, probably been our standout player this last fifty you know, years. <laughs> as long as, as long as he played, look, they have a huge knowledge of the club. They have a huge knowledge of of the young fellas that's coming through, and 
Foxy would have played with, with the old the, the older lads that's, that's there on Sunday. So there's a good mix there and there's a, there's good knowledge. Um, there'll be no stone left unturned, I'm sure, on Sunday to try and uh, bring it back to Manor and uh, hopefully that'll be the case. If we look at the game on Sunday, who put your head on the block, who's going to win it? Because I, I, I actually can't call this. I've been thinking about it all week. I don't know who's going to win it. And it's a great situation because we've had an awful lot of one-sided games in the championship this year, particularly in some of the group stage games. It's been a bit tighter in the semi-finals, albeit still with reasonably large margins. How is this game going to go on Sunday? Oh, I mean, Manor Hamilton are raging hot favourites, <laughs> Brethany. Um, Have you read the script that everyone else has been reading? No, me? no, I just know. I mean, as I said to you, you know, nine county finals in the last... 11 years beat us in the championship the last two years beat us in the league final um, you know but Ma- but Ballamore are going to win it anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be very tight it'll be very tight um, two powerful teams great great defences and got, both teams have racked up great scores you know so look at if we can get a good game uh, that'll be that'll be the main thing um, I wouldn't necessarily agree with uh, that that last statement, but, but uh, <laughs> look, our lads are going in on the back of losing a few finals. I suppose the one great thing that they have is, is experience of playing in five and six and seven county finals. Um, I suppose I was at a good few games this year and Ballinamore have looked very impressive. Um, their work rate, especially this year, has, has, has been a key feature for me because I was involved with Aiden there a couple of years ago and we beat more and their work rate wasn't probably what it should have been and uh, I think they've definitely upped their work rate and they're, they've Wayne McKeown there a wily old campaigner and he's seems to be running an awful lot of the shows for them um, I suppose look they've the two McGovern brothers two very good footballers and Shane Moran and um, I suppose look if you, if, if you want to I suppose try and iron out or Ballinamore maybe might be slight favourites going in. Look, I think hopefully it'll be a very tight game. I, I, if it's a good day, I think it'll be a cracking game of football. Um, and hopefully, look, if we win by one point, that'll do us. It's nice to see someone saying the opposition are, are the favourites and kind of actually <laughs> mean it. Um, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Can we get the big round of applause for Cormac Silwan and Sean Boylan? And that, folks, is all we have time for today. It is, of course, our 100th episode. Thank you to everyone who came along to join us today. It's been fantastic. It's been really weird because normally this started off with literally me in my bedroom talking into one microphone uh, to a little office in the hive. And now to this, it's it's a bit surreal that we're only three, three and a bit months in. So thank you all to everyone for coming along. I have to say a few thank yous tonight because it's a bit of a bigger operation than normal. So thank you to Cormac Carroll on sound. to Brendan Murray, Trassa and Mary and the entire staff here in the Glen Centre to Emma and Deirdre O'Hagan and the team at Northwest Stop thank you very much for everything you've done for us over the last couple of weeks and months while we were planning this the club officials of Glencar Manor Ballinamore, Shauna Heslins, Leitrim Gales and Drum Kieran for all their assistance all of our speakers and contributors this evening Dervila Rooney for her assistance uh, with our little video insert in Manor Hamilton last week and of course Orla Uh, and my co-host for the evening. In terms of the show, I will be back tomorrow with A Current Affair, and I will talk to you then. (laughs) 